Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Black Widow has a new target in her crosshairs. Hollywood star Scarlett Johansson has played Black Widow in seven blockbuster Marvel movies, but she's suing Disney over the last one. Disney released the film Black Widow on Disney Plus to stream with an extra fee. At the same time, it hit theaters earlier this month. Now, Johansson is suing the world's biggest entertainment company, claiming that the streaming release prevented her from making tens of millions of dollars. I'm Joni Salzman, and this is your Daily Charge. I'm filling in for Roger today, and I'm joined by CNET's Sean Keen, one of our resident Marvel experts. Welcome, Sean. Thank you for having me, Joan. So what's Scarlett Johansson's main complaint in this lawsuit? What's she complaining about? So her suit alleges that Disney breached her contract. Uh, uh, She is claiming that she was guaranteed an exclusive theatrical release. uh, And so she missed out on a big payday uh, because her pay was partly tied to the film's box office performance and it had nothing to do with streaming success. I know this because I read your CNET story on it. Uh, so have you anything to anything else you can throw in there? Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. She's saying that she was guaranteed money by box office success. And now she's saying, like, look, everybody can see that this movie doesn't have the same level of box office success as past Marvel movies. I mean, is that true? Like what generally like in a normal time, what would you compare this sort of movie to? Like, like how did like Ms. Marvel, like or, or Captain Marvel, how did that fare at the box office compared to Black Widow? Ultimately, Captain Marvel, which was released way pre-pandemic in a different world, um, made more than a billion dollars. And that's it seems unlikely that Black Widow will hit that because its opening weekend was 215 million. Um and I don't know what that speaks to, how that speaks to the momentum of it. Uh, that includes uh, domestic, international, and it, the streaming money. So it seems unlikely to hit that Captain Marvel level. Right. So, like, one of the issues here is the fact that, like you said, like that first weekend, it made that 200, it made a lot of money at the box office going up against what other movies their opening weekend have been like at the box office. So it's kind of like, you know, it's it's punching its own weight in, in a manner of speaking. But I think part of the concern, and I think what Scarlett Johansson is pointing out here is that like after that first weekend, it fell off the charts. It didn't fall completely off the charts, but it hasn't been like a number, like, like F9, it was the number one box office movie for multiple weeks in a row. Black Widow was only there number one for one week. And partly that's like, you know, competition. There's more movies coming out now because people have been, studios have been putting out more movies as there's been more vaccinations. But the complaint, do you think it's accurate, this complaint that, well, after like everybody who really wants to see it in the theater has seen it right away, then they can just 
get it on Disney Plus and watch it as many times as they want. Do you think that that's a fair way of how people actually, especially Marvel fans, how they go and see the movies? Do they see them multiple times in theater? Is that what drives that box office success? Yes, I would say so. Uh, It would vary greatly. Like most people are going to go day one and be super intense about it. And then having it on Disney Plus available immediately, like it seems like a no-brainer that that's what you do. Why would you go back out? Especially now, like a lot of people still aren't going to be comfortable going into a theater. Uh, So why would you take that risk if you perceive it? So yes, it makes a lot of sense. Like it's probably destroyed any chance of like people seeing it multiple times. Right. Um, Why do why is this fight a big deal? It reflects. It's like, this is a hard one to articulate. Give me a minute. (laughs) Um, we were waiting for a Black Widow movie for a long time. And then it came, and then it came out at, in a pandemic. And that kind of sucks. There's no way, two ways to put it. And it sucks for everyone involved. And I think it also highlights the fact that it, it this has opened the door for people to expect this, like to have this, this option immediately, like that you don't have to go out to a theater. You want to have it at home, even if it's a lot of money to pay that option is pretty tempting. So where do you think fans are going to fall in terms of who they're going to be loyalist to? Like, who are they going to stand in this fight? Are they going to see who's going to be the bad guy in this story and who's going to be the good guy, according to the fandom? Oh, geez. we all know the answer to that. <laughs> Disney is going to be the bad guy for the vast majority of people. Uh, like the mouse uh, there's, you know, there's always a segment of fandom. I see it more with Star Wars fans than with Marvel fans, that they kind of disparage Disney. Uh, that's more a reflection of the movies that have, the Star Wars movies that have come since the Disney takeover, whereas Marvel has really only gone from strength to strength uh, since that happened. But yes, it, it, it seems like that Disney are going to look seem like the bad guys to most people also they, they like it's a it's a a power balance thing like obviously scarlett johansson is a successful powerful actor but she is not a massive studio right so what do you think is going to happen well i think i'll throw that question back to you because i think you have a bit more of an insight into it well i i mean personally i think that and I'm curious if you agree with this is I don't think that speaking of Disney being the bad guy, I don't think they're going to want to go to court and have like a, a well-loved Oscar nominated actress who's helped make billions of dollars at the box office of them talking about how they really like milk, like built her out of millions of dollars. Like that's the, that's the only sort of dynamic. That's a little bit hard to see how it plays out among fans. It's like, I mean, she is, it's like, She's going to court to say, you owe me 50 million more dollars. But one of the things that Disney tried to do in its first response is say like, hey, she's already made 20 million bucks on this. So like, is it, it's a little bit of like, how hard, like how bad do you feel for the person who made $20 million for this film? Really? But I feel, I don't think anybody's going to, I don't think Disney even wants to get that point. Do you think so? No, absolutely. I feel like this will be settled and we'll kind of hear no more about it. Um, But yes, like when these 
sums of money are involved. Like I see the sum, like $50 million, that's, I, that's kind of, to the average person, to me, that is like an inconceivable amount of money. It's like, oh yeah, um, I, I don't even understand. Um, but there's also like this narrative of a company saying like, oh, you should be happy with what you've got. It, it doesn't really play well. Like, but because it's such a huge amount of money, I guess I, yeah. I'd be happy with $20 million. <laughs> well, Scarlett Johansson is apparently not happy with $20 million or more so. And I think what it like kind of boils down to is it comes down to the fact that not only Scarlett Johansson, she's not alone in this reaction. All of Hollywood, actors, actresses, directors, producers, they're all upset about how movies are being released in the sense that they're, you know, previously the idea of having an exclusive theatrical release, that was sacrosanct and nobody thought that it was going to go away anytime soon until it suddenly was gone. And now all everything's like off the table. And so when your pay is tied to a model that doesn't exist anymore, a lot of people are upset and we've seen different companies sort of deal with that. It's not a new thing for people to say, hey, I was supposed to be paid this much because we assumed that this is the way things would go. But what do you think about the argument that it's like, well, heck, I mean, no movie is making as much money as it used to. Like she, Scarlett Johansson is saying, if I had had a full theatrical release, she's arguing that she's been, you know, she's missing out on about $50 million. But that's sort of assuming that Black Widow had any possibility of living up to like a, a Captain Marvel sort of performance. And it doesn't, do you think that that's really even a fair benchmark to have? Not anymore. Um, I, yeah, I do think that things have changed. Um, and they, they were changing gradually and the pandemic has accelerated that. Like people want the convenience of watching at home. Like the idea of going into a crowded theater and like having, you know, kids behind you making noise and oh, Ugh, even the thought of it. No, thanks. Um, but I, I, I'm one of the people who has kids and I don't want to go to the theater because I know my kids are going to make noise and ruin it for everyone. It's your kids. It's them. It's totally my kids. Except I keep them at home so I don't ruin your experience seeing Star Wars. I promise. And this is from someone I love like going to the like a movie theater and that, that big screen. I think more most people do. But yeah. It's not sacred to me. Um, and from a consumer point of view, having the option to... Like, it's, it's all about options. And I, I don't think theatrical releases should go away. I think they're great. Um, but I do think that everyone should have the option. It's also, like, it comes back to people with kids. They can't always get out to see a movie. And that 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 sucks. That's not, that's not fair. They should be able to, to watch it with everyone else. And... The idea that things are streaming at home, um, like that's great. Um, but actors' contracts should reflect that. If if it's if their compensation is tied to how much money a movie makes, right? And that's what we're starting to see play out with some, you know, one of Hollywood's biggest stars against Hollywood's biggest studio. <laughs> so I guess we'll. It'll be a story that somebody's going to make into a movie, definitely, at some point. Because Hollywood loves making movies about itself. But until that movie comes out, Sean, thank you for joining us. 
A pleasure. Thank you. You can check out all our coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from Roger by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe us. It would really help us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Joni Salzman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>